0: Hey friend, Mike McCurry here. Thank you for joining me once again inside my office at Bible Tracks Incorporated. I'm so thankful for the opportunity to speak to each and every one of you. In just a little while, we're gonna leave my office. I'm gonna take the microphone, the camera with me, and we're gonna go down to Matt's office downstairs. And I'm the one that has to take the stairs up and down, but I'm also the one that's in the office the least. And I also did get a pretty big office, so I'm not complaining whatsoever. Uh, But we're gonna go downstairs to Brother Matt's office to talk to him about some partner connection calls. And so I want you to stick around with me, okay? Before we do that, though, we're in the book of Mark, chapter number seven. Lord willing, we're going to end our time in chapter seven this week here on the broadcast. We started verse number one on Monday, and we're going to get down to verse number 37. That's a that's a fairly hefty-sized chapter, and we did it all in one week. Mark chapter number seven. Look at verse number 31, if you would. Mark seven thirty-one. This is kind of just following Jesus. Imagine like a point of view over Jesus' shoulder as you watch him progress through his earthly ministry. Verse number 31. And again, departing from the coasts of Tyre and Sidon, he came unto the Sea of Galilee through the midst of the coasts of Decapolis. And they bring unto him one that was deaf and had an impediment in his speech, and they beseech him to put his hand upon him. And he took him aside from the multitude, and put his fingers into his ears, and he spit and touched his tongue, and looking up to heaven, he sighed, and saith unto him, Ephrathah, that is to say, Be opened. And straightway his ears were opened, and the string of his tongue was loosened, and he spake plain. And he charged them that they should tell no man. But the more he charged them, so much the more a great deal they published it, and were beyond measure astonished, saying, He hath done all things well. He maketh both the, the dumb to hear, the <laughs> he maketh both the deaf. I could, if I could read, that would help. He maketh both the deaf to hear and the dumb to speak. we've unpacked a lot of different stuff in Mark chapter number seven. And we're going to zoom in on kind of one passage here for some application to you and to me before we go and talk to Brother Matt. But what an amazing story. What an amazing account. It's amazing. It's remarkable, I should say, how Jesus... The way he does things, things that we wouldn't necessarily understand, and we could dive into some of these things, but what, what I want to focus on is Mark 7, verse number 36. And he charged them that they should tell no man, but the more he charged them so much, the more a great deal they published it. Now, I realize we're kind of putting to the side this incredible miracle of the deaf hearing and the dumb speaking, but the application point I'd like to make to you And to me, it's kind of pertinent when it comes to gospel tracts, our ministry here. I want you to think about this. God, robed in human flesh, Jesus Christ, a third of the Trinity, he encourages, beseeches, commands them. Don't tell anybody about this. Now realize, to their credit, they just saw an incredible miracle. Of course, they want to tell everybody everybody about it if i uh, see something amazing happen in front of me of course did you hear about this just over a little while ago in a multitude in the marketplace jesus pulled a, a deaf man a dumb man aside and touched his ears and touched his tongue and the man can remember that guy the guy who couldn't speak and he couldn't hear and yet a shout at him to get his attention remember that he can hear now and of course people are going to talk about it but what do you think about this these people, in verse number 36, were literally commanded, like wrap your mind about this, they were told not to tell anyone, and yet they did. And you and I, yeah, the other shoe's dropping here, you and I have been commanded to tell the world, go ye into all the world and preach the gospel, and yet so often we don't. Make that make sense sense. Now, I am so very glad for the numbers, dozens, hundreds. I told you Matt Pearson, we'll talk to him in just a minute. He talks to 150, 200 people a week on the phone about how they use gospel tracks. There are so many of you that do use gospel tracks. Those aren't the ones I'm talking to you right now. I'm talking to me and I'm talking to everybody out there that don't use gospel tracks, that don't tell people about the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. And think about this for a moment. This man and his friends, the compatriots there, they were specifically told, don't tell anyone. And yet, what do they do? They tell everyone. You and I have been specifically, explicitly, implicitly, explicitly in every way, tell people about me. I was dead I was buried. I rose again. I died on the cross for your sins so that you can be saved. But God commendeth his love toward us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. And yet, when was the last time you told anyone about Jesus? Think about that for just a moment, friend. I hear downstairs, maybe we'll see in the background when I carry the camera down the microphone downstairs to Matt's office. I hear tracks being moved around by the hundreds of thousands. I hear the pallet jack moving around down there. And I think about how those tracks, I've said this before, but they do no good on our shelves. They must be in your hands so that you can give them to someone else. But when was the last time you handed out a gospel track? Maybe you say, I'm an introvert. I don't do that. Well, number one, that's an excuse, and I don't accept it, and neither does God. But let's just say we'll accept it for right now. You can still leave gospel tracts behind you. You ever been to Walmart, been to Aldi's, been to Target, been to wherever you go to get your groceries? Could you leave a gospel tract? You can hand your credit card to the cashier, but you can't hand him a gospel tract? It's amazing what we'll do out of our physical necessity, but we won't do for the spiritual necessity of seeing the lost and dying, the, the those that are bound for an eternity in hell, what we won't do to see them saved. I hear that pallet jack moving back and forth, and you say, doesn't that mess up your recording, Micah? Well, friend, I'll tell you what. I'd rather hear that pallet jack than not hear the pallet jack down there. What an amazing thing to know that there are tens of thousands, millions of gospel tracks down there being moved around and shuffled, and to know that there are thousands of you that use those gospel tracks. what a blessing that is. But I ask you, friend, have you? When was the last time? Maybe you've fallen off the wagon a little bit. Maybe it's been a little while. Today's the day. Let's get back into it. Go to BibleTracksInc.org. I'm going to leave you with a call to action before we go down to Matt's office. BibleTracksInc.org i want to ask you, please, please use Gospel Tracks. We'd love to send you, if you're not familiar with our ministry, we'd love to send you a gospel, a uh, a sample booklet, I should say. It has a few samples in it. has a booklet that explains our ministry, how we work, free as the Lord provides. Right now, we don't even charge for shipping. Can you believe that? Is there any other business you can call up and just get free stuff? There's a few Gospel Track printing ministries. We're thankful for all of them. We're friends with many of them. There's a few of us out here. But we are blessed to be one of them. And I'd love to send you some free gospel tracks. BibleTracksInc.org Now, are you ready to go down and talk to them, Matt here? What I'm going to do is I'm going to put this microphone that I've got in front of my face right now. I'm going to put it up out of the way. I've got a microphone on the camera over there. Can you believe we got through Mark chapter number 7? I'm going to close my Bible. I'm going to move this microphone. and Then you follow along with me. We've had a wonderful time over these past couple of weeks with uh, meeting some of you folks. We had a great time with our uh, with our open house and we'll talk more about that in the coming days. But right now, we are going to go downstairs. You might hear some people working in the background and we're going to go talk to brother Matt Pearson. He's been on board with our ministry for let's see about a little over a year and uh, he's got some great stories for us. I'm excited for you to hear these here in just a moment here. Brother Matt, you're available? Let's see if he is. Brother Matt, you're available? Yes. yes he is awesome well, i'm gonna put the tripod up just a little bit higher so we can actually see each other here let's see there we go if you're listening right now you can also see the video version over on youtube if you want to see our smiling faces for the mat but if you're listening on the radio i'm gonna thank you so much for doing that let's see here awesome very good i think we are Golden. Brother Matt, how are you doing today, sir? Doing well, thank you. Excellent. Well, I'm so thankful for the opportunity that we have to get together and talk about what we do here at Bible Tracks. Now, you've got the privilege, honestly, of talking to dozens, hundreds of people a week about what we do and putting Gospel Tracks out, how they put Gospel Tracks out. It's honestly, it's inspiring to me to hear about some of it. And I've heard some great things from people on the radio as well. Would you just talk to us for just a few minutes about maybe an interaction or two that you've had over these past uh, week or two? that maybe people on the radio might be helped by sure
1: um so it's funny we just had some preaching last night on boldness Mm -hmm. and so there's a couple stories about being bold and witnessing that come to mind Mm. and so there's a gentleman I talked to that he was in like a sales type setting Mm -hmm. so it's, it's a larger office you know group of people and Anyways, him and this other guy, the other guy had it out for him, I guess, and Mm. was kind of like attacking him verbally. And so the gentleman that I was speaking to, he just told him, you know, hey, you know, Jesus loves you, and you don't have to be that way. And (laughs) the guy went into the red, (laughs) ballistic, huh? Yeah, threw stuff, yelled and cussed at him, and I'm sure it wasn't pleasant. Mm -hmm. And and that happened a couple times, and then he he actually reported him. The the lost guy reported the question, okay, okay, right, and so he got called into HR, and, he, and they they said, look, just try to avoid the guys type thing, <laughs> but but lo and behold, the, a change started to happen. Mm. So his witnessing and you know whatever tracks he had given him to begin with, um, possibly was the the seed planted, and the guy ended up having a testimony later of salvation so wow. it was um encouraging to hear because he was under attack through mm-hmm. that you know, he's being mm-hmm. persecuted directly by the guy possibly in, in his and a place of employment too
0: mm-hmm. but he stuck with it well it's, you you didn't know this I, I didn't tell you before i walked down here i was just up there talking to the folks about the man that uh, he was deaf and dumb and the Lord touched his ears and touched his tongue in the book of Mark chapter 7. And he, what he received his hearing, his ability to speak. And I was just telling the folks how Jesus explicitly told them, don't tell anyone about this. Don't tell them about the miracle. And you know what they did? Told everybody. They told everybody, right? <laughs> and then I juxtaposed that, compared and contrasted that with the fact that you and I, and everybody listening right now, were explicitly told to tell everyone. And so often, what do we do? Not totally. the exact yeah. opposite, and what so what an amazing story! And then, so maybe there's some people out there listening, and just to bring the rubber down where the road is, you get to work in a very Christian environment. I don't think I've ever thrown stuff at you, Brother Matt. I don't think I've cussed you, no, <laughs> but you you were in the you, you were Marine for 20 something years, mm-hmm. and you probably dealt with some difficult spiritual circumstances. We got 30 sanghas left. Give some folks listening right now. Just a way to be a good witness, a good testimony to those that are around them, just like this man was. Um, Well, remember
1: who's got your back. Mm, You know, so big. If we're on the Lord's side, who can be against us? You know, and um, so our boldness should be there that the Lord is my helper and
0: I shall not fear what man will do unto me. So Praise the Lord. What a phenomenal wrap-up to this week of broadcasts. I'm going to encourage you, if you've not done so yet, go to BibleTracksInc.org and order some gospel tracks. You might be talking to this guy very soon. Say howdy, Matt. Maybe you heard him on the radio. Thank you, Brother Matt, for joining us today. Sure. Thank you for listening. Hope you have a great day for his glory. God bless. Thank you for joining us today for Bible Track Echoes a ministry of Bible Tracks Incorporated. If you would like to receive a free sample booklet of all of our tracks, you can contact us by calling 309-828-6888. That's 309-828-6888. Our mailing address is P.O. Box 130, Dwight, Illinois 60420.